I'm Oscar Pistorius, and you're listening to SAFM Sports Special. Indeed you are. Thanks for the intro, uh, dear Oscar. We'll uh, hopefully be chatting to him sometime uh, in the not-too-distant future, hear uh, what he's got planned for the year of 2013. Big one last year with the uh, Olympic Games, him being the uh, first disabled athlete. Double amputee to take part in uh, the 400 meters. Absolutely astonishing performance by him as well. And uh, perhaps mm, very uh, pertinent that he was the man that introduced us to this part of the program. We're talking about elite athletes with disabilities and the challenges that they face. We've got two people from the University of Johannesburg in studio with us here. Henriette Vermark, she's the UJ Manager for Students with Disability, this UJ Sports Manager, I should say. And Sanpat Kutsia, she is uh, the Director of UJ Sport. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, you join us a week after you guys had a three-day provincial workshop to try and answer the difficult questions surrounding South Africa not having a comprehensive national plan for the development of our elite athletes with disabilities. Now, we have plenty of stars. We, we have the competitors that go out and perform for us when things like the Paralympics come around. But a lot of the time, it's by hook or by crook and by just their own determination, not necessarily by a national design. Loads of uh, sporting role players converged on the, the University of Johannesburg last week was three days enough to answer some of those very difficult questions? Nicholas, on the um, structure and a national structure, I would rather let Sanpat answer those questions. But when it comes to the workshop, the reason why we hosted that is that we as a university, and I'm sure that very other or many other universities with high performance centers had the same challenges. We, we had athletes of elite caliber um, which we had to prepare and train for the 2012 Paralympics with or without support from the provincial or national structures. Luckily um, and we are very fortunate to have the Gauteng um, province the Department of Sport, Arts, Recreation or Arts, Culture and Recreation who came to the party and provide us with funding to host this comprehensive workshop um, to pull all the role players together to, to start a structure, whether it starts in the province um, and it can roll, be rolled out in the national structure. Um, but yes, that was a great start for us. Um, we've got three years and a couple of months left before the next Paralympics. But on a national structure, I think Sampat can probably give you a better, better idea. Yeah, Sampat, I mean, what is it going to take for us to get a national plan together to uh, to get our elite sportsmen and women with disabilities all on the same track and and being assisted by our, our national structures to ensure that they reach the uh, best of their ability. The challenge is not the plan. The challenge is the implementation of a plan. Uh, whoever has that plan should start implementing. And I think uh, South Africa, being the size it is, and in sport for the for the disabled as well as for other sport. Uh, the the challenge is that we, we should actually put together our pockets of excellence. And I think we that's what we tried to do now with this workshop a week ago, is that uh, University of Stellenbosch is and was for many years the center who has all the knowledge and experience in this field. And we, we are now trying to learn from that and, to, and transfer those skills to what we want to become a northern centre uh, to assist our, our elite athletes with disabilities. 
Now, when you say all the important role players converged on the University of Johannesburg last weekend, what, what does that mean? I mean, who, who all came out? Yeah, and, and who are the guys that make the decisions that can really uh, you know, drive this change, drive this very important initiative? When we looked at the invitees, we looked at the people who were really involved with the Paralympics 2012. Um, we were very fortunate to um, have Do- Professor Wayne Derman here, Dr. Suzanne Ferreira, Dr. Karen Hichu, all from the Western Cape. Then uh, Ms. Grace Hughes or Mrs. Grace Hughes from KZN, Dr. and Professor Dimitri Constantino from WITS our own uh, specialists around Johannesburg, as well um, as the knowledge of, uh, and we invited the head of sports science and medical support for the Paralympics for uh, Team GB. And he came through for about four or five days to address us on how Team GB puts their Paralympic program together, especially um, with regards to sports science and medical support to those athletes and the coaching support. We we found that we have, again, a couple of fissures, a couple of buyers, a couple of sports scientists, um, but they're all over the country um, and with limited knowledge of the wide spectrum of disability groups and classifications that we accommodate within a Paralympic group. Nick Diaper, on the other hand, from the EIS, um, addressed, again, a program where we can look at how to address the development of sports science and medical support structures, coaching structures, and athlete development and identification um, over a period of time. And I hope that we could learn from that. I mean, obviously, we now have the input, the big challenge is to keep the momentum and push that through and make it work not only, again, for a province where the province actually subs, um, provided us with the finances to host this um, conference, but also to do it on a national basis. I have to commend the efforts of uh, Sports Minister Kile and Balula to work on the so-called fringe sports, w- work on sports that don't receive as much attention, media support, financial support as they should. Would it be fair to say that he's also had the same effect, added the same impetus on disabled sports? Is a political will there for this to happen? That's a very difficult uh, question to answer. Um, The minister is currently very involved with the fringe sports, as you say, especially netball that comes to mind immediately. The, 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 The real challenge in South African sport is that when we go into the Olympics and Paralympics year, uh, the the medals come from the Paralympics more so, much more so than from the from the Olympics, um, and it seems the pity is that 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 the athletes do it almost all on their own, and and we depend on one or two who can bring back two, three, four medals. Our challenge is to really put um, our money where our mouths. Yes, and that is to support the the upcoming and the existing elite athletes, uh, Natalie retired, uh, Oscar won't last forever, and there are so many other athletes that do have the potential to to perform up there, but they need they need assistance, and they need more assistance than than the than the um, Olympians or the potential Olympians. Nicholas, can I add to that? Yeah. Um, in the sense that if you look at any training program for any athlete, whether it's Olympics or Paralympics, you need to have 
a plan. You need a strategy. You need something that you can work towards and that you know that's consistent and continuous. Um, we, from here to here, don't know how much money is available for athletes to train. One year you have some support, the next year you don't. Then you have some, and that is a big challenge, not only to administration, but also to the athlete. Um, we have many athletes who qualified for the Paralympics um, at their own cost, or probably through subsidy, you know, subsidies from other institutions, but not, not necessarily through the national programs that are in place. Um, and that's a challenge for, I think, for any athlete. So it's, it's a bit of a lucky draw. You, know, you don't know what you're going to get from year to year and how much you are actually going to be able to, to use to fund. Mm, something like that. Ah, that's terrible, though. It's not a lucky draw. You, you don't know whether there is a lucky draw. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's not something to, to laugh at, really, because you're playing with the, the futures, the, the dreams and aspirations of what could be some of our greatest sportsmen and women. There were lessons to be learned from especially uh, Nick Diaper from, from England, from the English uh, Institute of Sport. A definite uh, message was that um, they have the, the structure set out for the, for the Olympic or support of Olympic athletes, mainly, um, mainly Olympics. And then there is a structure within there which links to all those services but is specifically there for Paralympics. The name is on the structure. And, and I think that that's one of the lessons of last weekend is that it should be integral part of the entire system. Uh, let's not talk plans. Let's talk implementation. It should be part of the structure and it should be funded that way and it should be should be funded in advance. And, and I think that that's way. the that's the challenge with South African sport is people on the fringes and institutions on the fringes are expected to support athletes because the money always comes a year later if it comes. Um, and, and that's a real challenge for the athletes. I also have to say, I mean, I can understand where the Minister of Sport and where Fili, um, Fikili comes from to say we need to do development, um, grassroots levels, um, soccer, netball, where you have mass participation. But again, you should not lose focus of, you know, in four years' time, you want to be proud of your country and you want to have your medals coming home. So you have to focus on a specific sector of participation um, and not just focus on development because we have focused on development since 1994. And now we should be in a position where we do and where we've nominated and or um, identified our elite athletes over a period of six or eight or 12 years. And we need to focus on those. If you just joined us here on SAFM Sports Special, Henriette for Mark, UJ Sport Manager for Students with Disability, and Sampat Kutsia, Director of UJ Sport, chatting to us about that three-day provincial workshop they had last weekend, looking at the possibilities of uh, streamlining our efforts to develop our elite athletes with disabilities. Bottom line, it's implementing a plan. You guys think that we, we have the expertise to put this plan together, but it's just going to be a question of whether or not we can actually get everybody on board politically, financially and otherwise to ensure a better future for our athletes with disabilities. Nicholas, I really think that um, we've tried to put that or we've um, looked for a program and asked for a program over a period of time. Um, we've decided from, from the conference point of view that we would rather put a plan in, in place 
bottom up where we get our basic structures in place so that we can provide a support structure to sport and recreation South Africa as well as to SASCOC. So when they do need those services, that we will have those um, the expertise in place um, to support our athletes. And um, our athletes, are, they come from all over the country, Limpopo. And there's not a high performance center in Limpopo, but, you know, where do this guy going to train. So we would like to put those structures in place and if we can assist in any way um, to help our elite athletes um, we would love to do that and I think Sunpat probably has got a better plan on on the table for that. In a nutshell though, what can we as South Africans do? What, what can we do to assist this development? Nick, first of all I think the message must go out that um, all the sport codes that are involved in Paralympics, and there are some more than that, that uh, we need to identify more potential Paralympians. So anybody out there who is interested in any of the Paralympic sports codes, go to a website, see what they are, and contact any of us so that we know about you and that we can give you the opportunity to be tested and experience maybe wheelchair tennis or adaptive rowing or any of those. Uh, and for the, for the public out there, it is fantastic to be involved in sport for people with disabilities. If you have time, um, come and join us. If you don't have time, make time and come and support us. It's fantastic to see these athletes uh, being challenged not only physically but by performance. It's fantastic to be involved. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in and highlighting the importance of a development plan and also any plan to assist our athletes, our sportsmen and women with disabilities. Let's hope that uh, you know, more uh, more coverage of this type of thing and more and more uh, insight into how we can do our bit to ensure that we've got a better future plan for not only our sportsmen and women, but our sportsmen and women that face that added challenge of not only making it international colors, but doing so with a disability that's been beyond their control. Ladies, travel safely. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you, Nick. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Wonderful. Right.